I said to myself, I have made this decision to go into this meeting, so I'm going to go in and handle it. Just like that. I had made the decision that caused discomfort, and my brain reminded my body who's in control. Welcome to the Voted Least Likely Podcast. I am your host, Leah Yard. I'm a high school dropout who accidentally became an entrepreneur. After spending over a decade working minimum wage jobs, having a complete mental breakdown, and losing all confidence in myself, I somehow started a successful jewelry company. I am the least likely person to have ended up in the fashion industry, the least likely person to have overcome crippling anxiety, and the least likely person to have ever had the confidence to share my story. And I know if you are here, you've likely felt something similar. This piece of internet real estate is a place for us to share how we overcame our own obstacles and found a place to thrive, even if it was the last place we ever thought we would end up. We are talking all things related to failure with a little sense of humor on the side. It's time to expose the narratives we tell ourselves and the ones the world places on us. This is the Voted Least Likely Podcast. Happy New Year, you guys. It is official. It is 2023. And I wanted to start things off just by doing a bit of a recap from last year and just kind of go through... Um, kind of just an update and sort of go through what I learned, what I'd like to do better. I'm going to keep this short and just do kind of a quick little recap because I'm also going to do an episode where I actually go through the process of how I am planning the new year. It's something that I started um, a couple years ago and I think it'll be really helpful for anybody who's needing to kind of just get things off on the right track and get themselves set up for a very good year. So this one will be short and then we'll go a little more in depth later on. So essentially, I wanted to talk about lessons that I had to relearn in 2022. So let's start there. So the thing is, progress is like building a muscle. You have to build it and then you have to maintain it by consistently working out. And there were a number of lessons that I had to relearn in 2022 because I hadn't done the maintenance. So it's, you know, the stuff that I thought I had already pretty well mastered and I learned the hard way that, no, I hadn't quite mastered it and I have to continually work on certain things. So One of the lessons I had to relearn was exactly that, just that progress isn't linear. Growth of any kind has ups and downs. In business, there's so much growth that comes from failure, often from the outside. It can look like you're doing great when things are crumbling behind the scenes and vice versa. A difficult decision I had to relearn along those lines was that not everyone wants the best for you. This has been a hard lesson for me that I have had to revisit over and over. And the the hard thing about it is that even people who you have a close relationship with might not have the best intentions. Everyone has their own struggles and their own triggers. And I have people in my life that because of the type of relationship it is, I can't just cut this tie. But I did learn something very valuable in 2022. If you can't cut ties, build boundaries. 
2023 is a year where I am really focusing on sticking with the boundaries I set last year. One of these things is as simple as this on celebratory days, days that have a lot of importance to me. I don't answer certain phone calls. It's honestly just as simple as that on special days. I have chosen not to speak with people that don't want the best for me. I call them back the next day if needed, or I simply just miss the call. I realize this is really controversial and it's not for everybody, but this is just what's worked for me. It's helped me set a boundary and continue to create space that is special on days that matter to me and celebrate with the people that are cheering me on and that are, are adding value to my life and that I really celebrate as well. There are people in my life that I keep in it for their benefit, not mine. And so I need to be very selective as to when I have contact with them. The next lesson is one, I mean, honestly, I think we all need this reminder, never compare yourself to others. And I don't even mean the social media version of others. Don't compare yourself to others, period. We never, ever know what someone else's life is like. I had someone come up to me at the end of an event last year and say, like, wow, you've been doing so great. Congratulations on all your amazing success this year. And it felt so good to hear that and be celebrated for the wins. But then I kind of felt like a fraud because last year was actually one of the most challenging years of my life and my business. But the social media version is what this person was seeing. And that's what they were celebrating me for. And I mean, honestly, don't get me wrong, I had some amazing wins in 2022. And I've had amazing support from the community. But it was a rough year. And during it, I spent a lot of time comparing myself and my progress to other people. And who knows what anyone's year was really like unless you actually talk to them and ask questions about how has it been. So I know this is a lesson that we all know, we all know this one, but I feel like we always need the reminder, don't compare yourself to others. We just never know the whole story. In the beginning of 2022, I was laser focused. My intention was to take action. And the previous year, 2021, I spent so much of my time planning and making these great plans, but I didn't actually execute on them enough. It's really easy to plan. I mean, it's fun to plan. Dreaming and visualizing is super fun and exciting. But doing the work, even when you don't feel like it, or especially when you don't feel like it, is so fucking hard. And for the first half of 2022, I was an absolute machine. I was taking on so much action. I was reaching out to people way out of my league, setting up collaborations, making connections, just quite literally going full tilt. And then inevitably the rejections started coming in. And the thing is when you aim high and you take on outrageous volumes of action, you're gonna get even more rejection. That's just the physics of it. <laughs> That's just how it works. So I started hearing no often and I started to spiral and I made a classic mistake of not planning far enough out to keep myself on track. And then I started taking things personally. But there was another lesson in here that surprised me. Yes, I got a lot of no's, but I got a lot of silence too. 
And it is so important to remember, silence doesn't mean no. Some things just take time. If you reach out to someone and you don't hear back, it doesn't mean no. It doesn't mean they just deleted your email or deleted your voice message. They may have filed that email into a folder for the future, or they may have forwarded your contact onto someone else who's more suitable for the request. And both of these things have happened to me. I once reached out to a TV show for a jewelry segment, and I think it was like 14 months later or something, I heard back about a potential opportunity, but I had heard nothing up to that point. So it was easy to assume that they had just been like, oh, God, no, what a terrible idea. But I didn't. I just, I don't know. I, I don't know if I just forgot about it or what, but it did circle back. So don't assume the worst. This is something I'm constantly having to unlearn because I, I can be fairly pessimistic sometimes. But silence doesn't automatically mean no. So while I was burning out halfway through 2022 and I stopped making progress, I may have still had things in the works that I didn't know about. Okay, so that's sort of the sort of general lessons, the big lessons I had to relearn. Now I just want to touch on what I am focusing in 2023. After a very challenging year, I was really defeated and... Normally, I can't wait to start making new goals and plan for the next month, the next 12 months. This is usually something at the end of the year I just cannot wait to do. But this was the first time, I think, ever where I really struggled with that. And I'm telling you this because I believe collectively we've been feeling this. I do have hope for 2023. I actually have quite a lot of hope for 2023, but there is just this kind of air of hesitation, and that's new for me. But because of this, it's even more important to make plans, set goals, and generate hope. So as I mentioned at the beginning, I'm going to do a full episode on how I'm actually planning the new year out, because I think it'll be really helpful. But for now, I'm just going to go through a few intentions that I've set. So with all of those relearned lessons, hopefully they're going to stick, um, I want to make sure that I really don't make the same mistakes. So the biggest mistake I made over the last 12 months was letting my mental health slide. There are certain things that I know I need to do to make sure that my brain is healthy. And I let those slip this year or last year. And I got myself in trouble. I have a history of depression. And in 2022, I started to really slip. And honestly, it freaked me out. It's just, it's something that, you know, mental health is not just something to post about online. It is so important and we have to take responsibility for our own health and we are the only ones responsible. Like that's it. You are responsible for your brain health and you have to figure out what works, what doesn't. So the main thing for me that I know works is exercise. I need short, high intensity workouts. I'm, I'm not a, you know, hour-long cardio gal. That's just not my thing. And during the busy seasons, I was just doing eight-minute bodyweight workouts in the morning. That's it. So generally, I do about 15 to 20 minutes. And that's, I mean, maybe 30, but that's rare. It's rare <laughs> I do 30 minutes. I would say 15 to 20 is kind of my sweet spot. And it has to be something that builds muscle. It has to be hard, but it has to be short. That's just how I work. And 
that's what works for me for my mental health. I'm not talking about what I do to get in shape or how I'm trying to lose weight, nothing like that. Exercise for me is for my brain health, period. I would love to look good. I would love to be stronger, but the main focus is to train my brain. So the frustrating thing is that when I get stressed, exercise is the last thing I want to do, which means it's the first thing that I let slide. To counter this, I made a rule at the end of last year that it has to be the first thing I do when I get up. And it helped so much just having this one little switch in my schedule. And I've been exercising for decades. It's, it's been really important to me, but I've never done it first thing. I used to get up, have coffee, journal, kind of, you know, welcome the world and then start my training. And I just decided that that wasn't working anymore because I was really procrastinating when I would actually start exercising. So I made a change. And I cannot believe how much it helped. So that is something I'm taking into this new year. And it's going to be a non-negotiable. Another thing that helped my mental health was taking cold showers. I still haven't done all the research on why this is good for us. But it was something that I started doing. And I don't remember exactly who said it. But somebody said, when you put your hand on the faucet handle in the shower and you make the decision to crank it all the way to cold, it is a way that your brain is reminding your body who is in control. And I don't know, but that statement just hit me so hard. It was, that was a real aha moment for me. We are in control of our decisions. And this one simple decision to stand in extreme discomfort is a way to practice that. Like, I cannot tell you how much I hate it. It feels, it's so uncomfortable. I feel like I can't breathe. Oh God, I just hate it. But an incredible thing started to happen once I started doing this in the morning. Because when you stand in that water and you feel like you, the air is just sucked out of your body and you can't breathe, the only way to get through it is to self-soothe and find a way, force yourself to regulate your breathing. And after practicing this, it was just, I think, two weeks or something, I started to feel the same self-soothing practice in my life. So what I mean is there was a time I was about to go into a meeting that was very, very stressful. There was a lot of money on the line and I was super anxious. And my mind went kind of on autopilot, it automatically went to the same place as when I'm standing in the cold shower, I said to myself, I have made this decision to go into this meeting. So I'm going to go in and handle it. Just like that. I had made the decision that caused discomfort. And my brain reminded my body who's in control. And I just did it. It, it was unbelievable. So this has come up a couple times now since. And so again, it, it is a way that I'm training my, my brain to be more in control. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. Okay, the next mistake I don't want to repeat is losing momentum. This one is so hard. I think everybody struggles with this. When you go through down seasons or, you know, something happens in life, it is so hard to maintain momentum especially if you are a business owner or you're the one that's in control of a project you are the one driving the ship there's a lot of pressure and you don't really get to have down days you have to just keep plunking along so 
mostly where I failed here is where it came down to planning. I didn't plan far enough out. So by the time, you know, we hit Q4, I didn't have enough stuff on the go, to be honest. And I didn't have enough stuff on the go because I hadn't put enough things in um, progress earlier in the year. So it mostly comes down to planning and organizing and, you know, creating systems to keep on track. It comes down to all the things that sound so easy, but they're so hard to stick with. So when I do that um, sort of planning for 2023, part of it is to go through the previous year and really look at what worked, what didn't, not be too hard on myself, just very, very um, thoroughly go through what worked and what didn't and and not place any judgment on it, just really get as much data as I can from what I could do better, essentially. So I know something else is that I took things too personally. Again, when I started to get all that rejection, when someone said no, I just translated that into, well, they think my brand sucks. And there's just no way to know that that's true unless they tell me. And even if it is true, that's none of my business what they think about my brand. So this goes for the silence as well, translating silence into no and then turning it into something personal. It just doesn't help. And I don't know if you've ever thought a friend was mad at you because they didn't text you back and then you find out that they just forgot. But meanwhile, you had created this entire narrative about why they're mad at you. And then you feel like an idiot <laughs> when you realize they just forgot. I mean, I can't be the only one who's done this. Like we can be our own worst enemies sometimes. And so often we're filling in blanks that it's unnecessary. We're just trying to make sense of a situation, but we tend to err on the side of negative. I know I do. So don't take things personally. People say no for a million reasons. And no doesn't mean no forever. Sometimes no just means not right now. Collaboration is really important and it's something I'm focusing again on this year, but in different ways. Networking in person is really impactful and celebrating others' successes is a big part of what I want to do this year. Whenever I have reached out for collaboration, I always make sure I'm providing value to the other brand. Even if they're ahead of me, it's important that everyone is celebrated and gains value from a partnership. So I really want to give more than I get this year. So I'm just going to find more ways that I can do that, find more ways I can give back to other brands and lift them up. As for systems I need to put in place, I think I really need to simplify things to keep on track. That way, even on the days I don't feel like putting myself out there, there's just a clear, simple path I can stick to. So it's just a little more black and white. And the last thing I want to touch on here is generating more hope. I really lost hope in 2022 and it was the first year, oh, I feel, I don't know, I feel kind of ill when I even say it out loud, but it was honestly the first year I seriously considered shutting my business down. I really got into a low point and I was really struggling and when I look back on it now, things weren't actually that bad, but I had lost hope and there is nothing worse than that. But it is up to you to generate it. It's up to me to generate it. And you, we have to constantly fan that fire. Nobody is going to light that for you. You have to generate your own hope and you have to 
be ahead of the game all the time and always be finding ways so that you don't dip too low and you continue that excitement, that fire, that why, you know, that thing as to why you're doing what you're doing, why it's, you know, worth getting up and doing it. I mean, I don't believe there's anyone who literally leaps out of bed to do the hard things required when you're an entrepreneur, but there has to be a big enough vision that you do it anyways, because it's fucking hard. And some days the challenges don't feel worth the occasional win that you get. But this is also why I love entrepreneurship. It's brutal. It's heartbreaking. It's embarrassing. It's humbling. It's grueling. But it makes me a better person. It makes me stronger. It forces me to think outside the box and think of possibilities. It forces me to be more optimistic. I love it. And it's what I've chosen to do. My brain made the decision and my body just needs to follow through with the things that are uncomfortable. That's it. Thank you so much for being here. I really hope this episode gave you a boost of encouragement to follow your own path, even if it's a little unruly or has a few more weeds than you expected. I would love if you could share this with somebody important to you. We never know who needs a boost. If you'd like to learn more, you can find me at www.leayard.com. And if you want to see a little more behind the scenes, you can connect with me on Instagram at leayard. And now I will leave you with this. We all have more in common than we do not. Be kind when you can. Judge less, less often, and never, ever underestimate your own potential. I'll see you next week.